The following podcast contains explicit language. As much as I complain about Academy screener swag, I do really love this modern love tote bag. I know. I have found I just cannot get enough tote bags in my life. Hi, and welcome to Happier in Hollywood, the podcast about how to be happier, healthier, saner, more creative, more successful, and more productive in a backbiting, superficial, chaotic, unpredictable, fundamentally insane world. I'm Liz Kraft, a TV writer and producer living in LA, and with me is my high school friend and writing partner, Sarah. That's me, Sarah Fain. On this podcast, we talk about being writers in Hollywood, how we balance a career and friendship, and how to survive the war of attrition that is life in Los Angeles. Happy New Year, everyone! In honor of it being 2020, in today's episode, we are going to reveal our team theme for 2020. We love a good theme. Yes, we do. Then in Take a Hike, I'm going to share three healthy kitchen action items to help you ring in the new year. And if you're traveling in 2020, this week's Hollywood hack will improve your visit to Los Angeles or any sprawling city. But first, Sarah, we have an update. Yes, Claire wrote in. She said, thank you so much for addressing the season of failure. It's so funny. I had never thought of it that way, but it is such a better way to look at it than thinking I'm in a rut. As an actor, it is so easy to feel like a failure when the phone isn't ringing and I get down on myself so much sometimes. Also, when people always ask about real jobs. Oddly, when I feel the worst about myself is usually during marathon training. I run the New York City Marathon every year, raising money for Memorial Sloan Kettering Cancer Center in memory of my mom. In my mind, I know I'm doing something extraordinary, and yet I always feel like I'm not doing enough or raising enough money. So last year, I had an idea. I put up a whiteboard in my room, and at the end of every day, I would write a list of things I did well that day. I had to fill the board every day, even if it was just, I put on pants today, Mm -hmm. or I brushed my teeth. It really did work to be able to see good things visually. It's been able to help some of my friends as well when they are in a depressive state or just down on themselves in general, so I wanted to share. Such a great idea. Such a good idea. Thank you, Claire. She's referring, Sarah, to the episode when I was talking about failing on all fronts. Yes. And I think you said season of failure, (laughs) which is, you know, we have our seasons of sacrifice, and sometimes you're in a season of failure. And when you are in one of those seasons, as we all are and will be again— at some point, this whiteboard idea is so smart, especially for people like me who are visual thinkers. Yes. Being able to see a full board of accomplishments. I really think that would help me and lots of other people. Yeah. And on Happier, Gretchen and I talk about ta-da lists. This is like a daily ta-da list. It's like a supersized ta-da list. Yes. Yes. So thanks, Claire. Okay, Sarah, it's time for From the Treadmill Desk of, in which we discuss what's most pressing in our work psyches. And this week, it's deciding on our team theme for 2020. That was as much excitement as I could muster. (laughs) I'm scared. Okay, well, last year, our team theme was Explode. Yes. So first of all, how did we do on that? I mean, we didn't do horribly. We didn't explode. We grew, but we didn't explode. Yes. I think to explode, you have to have a hit, and it's really impossible to uh, have any control over whether something is a hit or not in so many ways. Yeah, it's like 
Many elements must align yeah. in order to explode. Yeah. I still think it was a good theme because it was setting an intention. Absolutely. I and, agree. And I think we did more than we would have because we were like, well, we need to explode. That's mm-hmm. our theme. So I don't regret it as a theme. Agree. I totally agree. I think we accomplished an insane amount last year. All of it was really good in, you know, every conceivable way. It's just explode is so, you know. We set a high bar. Yeah, and that's good. We should, yeah, we should pat ourselves on the back. Okay, so moving forward, looking to 2020, mm-hmm. what's our priority this year? Like, what do we want our theme to say about us as a team? Well, calm. We've been sort of talking about different areas that we want to kind of highlight. And one that keeps coming up is is just like a sense of calm. Right. Like in 137, we talked about staying out of the spin zone. Yeah. Meaning the spinning out zone. And that's something we really want to carry into 2020. Yeah. And I think it's just in general, we're both trying to be healthier. Yeah. You know, physically, emotionally, it's like every, in every way we're trying to be healthier. Yeah. So an element of that definitely is good. And I also think, like, we want to really, like, move forward on things. Yeah. And, of course, what we really want is a TV show on the air. But even if we don't— or four. Yes, you know, I mean, whatever. Ideally, we would end up with two on the air in the yeah. fall. But if that doesn't happen, we still want to move forward with other things. Yes. Like, we want to keep our career on a trajectory. Mm-hmm. And the good thing is there are many things that we're really interested in and excited yes. about. So I don't think that will be— hard, but maintaining that focus, uh, yes, is an important part of our motto. Yeah. And one thing you've been talking about, which I think is great, not worrying so much about the outcome, mm-hmm. but focusing on the process. Yeah. You know, my dad says, enjoy the process. And as much as I say it, it's hard to do, but you're leading the charge on that. It's funny because Gretchen calls you her sister, the sage, but I think I think it's genetic. I think you get it from your dad. He has so many wise sayings, and that's a big one. Yes. You know, because you can't control outcome. You can only control the experience of what you're doing. Yes. And it's so important. Like, we just want to have nice lives. We do. It matters. So a few options. Uh, Forward calm. Forward calm. You know, it sounds like a political thing. (laughs) It sounds a little tame. Yeah. Might be boring. Like Like explode was so exciting. Forward calm is a little boring. Yeah. I don't like a lot of these things as we've discussed them, they all sound a little like stayed. Meh. And I do think, like, we want the year to be exciting in the way our explode year was exciting. Yes. Hmm. One that you suggested, which we're not going to choose, but I appreciate (laughs) it as your partner was slog 2020 because it feels like we have so much we have to slog through right now. (laughs) Not the best attitude for a team motto. It would probably be a good, a very practical team motto. Accurate today. Yeah. One thing, one word that I think would be great to have in the motto is future. Yes. Because, you know, I've talked a lot with Adam about I want to step into the future. Yeah. Like his job, I feel he's stepping into the future and it's very exciting. And Mm -hmm. I want to step into the future. Well, and our industry is going through so much 
upheaval and change right now. It really is a time where you have to be conscious of where things are going and why they're going that way and, and like, being part of that or yes. you're just going to get, like, stomped on. Yes, you have to embrace change. Yeah. You, you you just have to. So I'm fully on board. I think that's—well, and that's just more interesting. I mean, who wants to do the same old shit all the time? True. Yeah. Like, that's part of why we are TV writers and producers. Yes, we like change. We feel like we don't, but we do. We do, in fact. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, you know, an interest in our, as we've discussed many times, our fiction uh, podcasting yeah. is, it's very future-oriented. Yes, and it's a way to do all of the things that we love in, a, like, an even more kind of exciting, thriving environment. Um, so, Liz, you actually came up with our motto, and I love it. I'm very excited about our motto this year. It's very different from Explode. Very. It's very different than any motto we've had, really. Yes. So here it is. Okay. Hike into the future. This is a motto, I have to say, that would only work for us. Right. A lot of people, you know, can probably embrace Explode or other mottos that we've had, even Ride the Dragon. But I feel like the hiking thing is very craft fane specific because Mm -hmm. it's a thing that, like, we do together that is both like it's for ourselves in so many ways for our health for our mental health it's also like an incredibly productive thing we do we get so much work done when we hike so much work done it's really like so when we say hike it's like about synapses firing yes in a great way and what i like about it is that it's like we're we're moving uphill Yes. It's like we aren't just walking into the future, like I mentioned, step into the future. It's no, not a slog. It's not a slog, but it is a hike. We <laughs> yeah. are hiking uphill, yes. strong, into the future. And it's never ending either. It's like this yeah. endless path into the future. And there's an implication of adventure. Yes. It's not like a little stayed hike on a... We're, we're like off-roading a little. Yes, we're pioneers hiking <laughs> totally into the future. <laughs> yes. So I'm excited about it. Oh, yeah. It's really cool. Me too. I'm, I'm going to have to get some, like, walking sticks. I'm excited to hike into the future with you. <laughs> Me too, Liz. <laughs> Let's hike together. Do you have a motto for 2020? What is it? We want to know. Email us or send us a voice memo to happierinhollywood at gmail.com. Coming up, we've got to take a hike that involves cashew milk. But first, this break. Liz, there is nothing I love more than having a delicious meal that I didn't have to cook, which is why I have been getting no prep, no mess meals from Factor. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Last night, I had blackened salmon with broccoli and with cauliflower rice. It was so delicious. It was the perfect dinner. Head to factormeals.com slash HIH50 and use code HIH50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code HIH50 at factormeals.com slash HIH50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. 
Okay, Sarah, it is time for Take a Hike, speaking of hiking, in which we discuss mental, physical, or spiritual health. And today we are talking about our physical health. Yes. Specifically your healthy new vegan diet. (laughs) Yes. Now, I don't want to get too, like, preachy about my diet, but I do think, like, people very often want to make small changes in the way that they're eating and feel overwhelmed. Yes. So we thought it would be fun to share three very simple things that I've been doing that other people might also want to do if it's something that you're interested in. You don't have to go, like, full vegan. These are just three simple, healthy things. Yes, I think this is really interesting. As a non-vegan, I'm interested. (laughs) Okay, so what's the first easy thing people can do? Okay, so the first thing is putting forbidden rice in a salad. First of all, what is forbidden rice? Okay, so forbidden rice, it's called also black rice or emperor's rice. It has tons of antioxidants, lots of nutritional value, and it's delicious. It has kind of a nutty flavor. It has a real texture in your mouth. It doesn't, it's not like soft and mushy. And for me, the thing that can make a salad a meal as opposed to just like a side dish mm-hmm. is having it just be like heartier yeah. and more filling. And forbidden rice in a salad is so delicious. And like Violet loves salads which is wonderful. (laughs) Um, But if I put forbidden rice in a salad, she will slug it down, put some Italian dressing and forbidden rice in a salad, and it's like a full dinner for her. And she's thrilled. And I love it. So for me, it really makes me actually enjoy eating salads. And as your writing partner, I can attest that you have not always enjoyed salads. I have not. Now, my question is, so I assume this is much healthier than regular rice. Certainly much healthier than um, white rice. And yes, I think any grain that isn't super processed is Mm. excellent in a salad, whether it's quinoa, millet, barley. Forbidden rice happens to be my very favorite. Okay, got it. Um, Okay, what's the second thing we can try? Okay, lots of people are trying non-dairy milks now. Cashew milk, almond milk, you know. Soy milk. Soy milk, yes. So for people who are interested in trying to make it at home, I feel like that bar, there's like a big barrier for doing that. Like, Mm -hmm. you need a nut bag. You need this. You need that. It's messy. Blech. So turns out cashew milk is crazy easy to make. And it's also the creamiest of all of the milks. I'll put a recipe on our Facebook group and um, in the show notes. But it's, like, unbelievably simple. To make cashew milk, you soak one cup of cashews. For a couple hours, you can soak them overnight. That's fine. You can mix in some walnuts if you want. Same recipe, one cup. You rinse them off after you soak them. Put them in a blender with two cups of water. Mm -hmm. Blend it a little bit, you know, until it's, like, well-blended. Then add two more cups of water and whatever you want to add. I love to put in, I'll put in like three dates or Mm. cinnamon. Um, You can put in maple syrup. You can have it be really plain or you can kind of sweeten it up. I sweeten it up because I make a chia pudding for Violet with it Mm. and it's like delicious. And then you blend it and that's it. You don't have to squeeze it through a nut bag. You don't have to do anything complicated, and you can store it in the fridge. I leave mine in my fridge for like a week. Use your own judgment, but it's so easy. You literally just need a good blender, water, and cashews. And it makes a good amount? Yes, it makes, I mean, however much water you put in, but one cup of nuts to four cups of water. Wow. It's delicious. That's impressive. Making your own milk, that's taking it to the next level. Except it's easy. I think, like, 
That's the thing. It's actually not impressive. It right. seems impressive, but it's actually easy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what is the third thing we can all try? Okay, so the third thing, I'm obsessed with my Breville Smart Oven because it just has all of these different features that, you know, it can dehydrate. Like, I've been dehydrating apples and Violet just chows them down in the morning before I can even, like, put them in her lunchbox. But the really fun thing we've been doing is air frying French fries. And you can get just simple air fryers. And probably I'm, like, the last person on this train. Um but you can get very simple air fryers or you can get something like my Breville Smart Oven, which I got 50% off. So look into that. Mm. And it proofs and it does all these amazing things. But air frying French fries is so simple. Like, it's just so simple. You cut them into, you know, French fry shapes or whatever shape you want them from wedges to long French fryish things. And then I toss mine in a little bit of tea seed oil because mm. tea seed oil has a high smoke point um, with a little bit of salt. And then you put them in for 20 minutes in my air fryer. You know, check your specific air fryer for times, et cetera, but, and temperatures. It's just so easy. And then Violet can have a snack that doesn't always feel super healthy because mm-hmm. I don't think, like, we can't just always constantly eat super healthy things. Right. Um, so this is a way to have something that isn't as healthy, but it's much healthier than having fries from a fast food restaurant. Exactly. Obviously. And they're delicious. Like, I think the key is to not feel like you're sacrificing anything. Uh-huh. And if you don't feel like you're sacrificing anything, you're much more likely to kind of integrate these things into your life. So these are three things that I just, I love. Well, I can say that everything you make ends up being very tasty. So I approve. <laughs> Coming up, a travel Hollywood hack. But first, this break. Okay, Liz, it's time for this week's Hollywood hack. If you're coming to Los Angeles, stay in two different hotels, one on the west side and one on the east side. Yeah, and Sarah, we got this hack from our Facebook group. Um, A member of our Facebook group was going to come visit L.A. and posted asking people, where should I stay? And all these people started responding, you should stay in two different hotels because Los Angeles is so vast that if you're staying in Hollywood and you want to go visit Venice Beach, it's, I mean, it could take you an hour and a half to get there easily. And then that's like your whole day is gone. But if you're staying in Santa Monica, Venice is like 10 minutes away. Yeah, do all the West Side stuff. Do the Getty, do the beach, do whatever. Yes. And then when you stay on the East Side, you can go to some museums and you can go downtown and you can, you know, go to the... um, the stars, you know, the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And it'll just make your trip so much more enjoyable to have a home base near the things you want to go to. If you're visiting any sprawling city, especially one that doesn't have great public transportation, this is such a great idea. Plus, I think it's just fun to stay in two different parts of town because even if you're in New York, like Soho feels completely different from the Upper West Side. So anyway, it's a fun idea. It'll save you time. It'll save you hassle. You'll just have a better trip. Yes. So thank you, Facebook group, for that wonderful suggestion. Yes. 
And that's it for this episode of Happier in Hollywood. We love to hear from you. Email us or send us a voice memo to happierinhollywood at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and please subscribe if you haven't already. Thank you to our executive producer, the amazing Chuck Reed. Thanks to everyone at Sancola Sound. You can follow them on Instagram at Sancola Sound. And thank you to everybody at Cadence 13. And as always, thank you to Gretchen Rubin. Happier in Hollywood is part of the Onward Project. Check out the other Onward Project podcasts, Happier with Gretchen Rubin, Side Hustle School, and Do the Thing from Whole30's Melissa Urban. Get in touch. I'm on Instagram at Liz Craft, and Sarah is at S. Fain. We also have a Facebook group. Search for Happier in Hollywood on Facebook to join the conversation. Until next week, I'm Sarah Fain. And I'm Liz Craft. Thanks for joining us. It's a fun job. And we enjoy it. Sorry. You need. Yeah. Some, do you want some throat coat? We just need to fill up the water. Um. I don't know. I feel too lazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. From the Onward Project. <laughs>